This is the Watch Post podcast, which you'll find at watchpost.org. Well, good morning and welcome back to the Watch Post podcast. Uh, my name is Mal Black. Today, we are going to talk about discernment. Um, I think that this is a rather broad topic, um, so we'll see how much we can get through with just the first recording here. Um, but I think it's a pretty important topic to talk about today, especially with so much going on in the church. To me, it really seems that God is rebuking the church for several things. And I think one of the issues that God is really laying at the feet of the church and calling her to account for um, is her lack of discernment and her lack of permitting discernment. The issue for us today is that nobody wants to take responsibility um, for discernment. Nobody wants to kind of put their neck out there and risk being wrong. And because we are so constantly afraid of being wrong, we don't act. Um, and there's this, this strange moral obligation that continues to go around and around and around in the church under the title of Judge Not, um, where people are kept back from discernment. They're kept back um, from seeing sin for what it is um, and seeing evil when it's happening and doing something about it, acting upon these things. We are going to talk a little bit later about how, you know, what judge not does mean, because it is incredibly harmful for people to judge according to the flesh and by our own uh, ideas about things. That's certainly true. Um, but we need to realize today that while that is absolutely wrong and evil and harmful, not judging is just as wrong and evil and harming. When we continue to abide in this place of, you know, taking no sides in conflicts, not, not applying ourselves to situations, but just continuing to do nothing, that is harmful, especially in the cases of abuse, especially in the cases of people coming to us and saying that evil is happening and we do nothing about it. We, we question these things. Uh, we, we continue to, you know, put upon people, you know, oh, it's your job to forgive and oh, it's your job to do this, but it, it's never our job to do anything. Um, and I, I think this is a huge problem in the church today. Hi, editing Mel here. You know, I just want to say that, you know, when somebody would say um, there's this person who's being abused um, and it's brought to their attention, you know, most people would would say that they would act, that they would do something um, when they see abuse, a, a case of abuse brought to them. But the issue here is that we're not at the forefront of these issues. We are dealing with issues when it's too late, rather than being at the front looking for abuse, looking um, to be aware of abuse, looking to call it out um, before it happens or during the time that it happens, not at the tail end when it's already happened. Um, and this is what discernment is for in, in, in one area, is, is having us equipped to see evil, to be in front of it, not behind it. And if we don't allow discernment, we are always going to be at the tail end of situations instead of heading them off, looking for evil and looking to correct it before it's done all this work and suffering and pain.
And in addition to this, it's really about being able to see evil as evil. Um, A lot of times we don't believe what's even going on around us. We don't believe that evil can be as drastic as it really is. And so even when people do come to us um, in cases of abuse, we don't believe people. And the church has begun to fail in the ability to have judgment, the ability to judge evil as evil. We become so afraid of being judgmental and all these things that we are losing our ability to call evil as evil and really see it for what it is and ferret out these sins and and look at them. Um, When evil is happening, you know, people aren't coming to us anymore. People aren't aren't, aren't saying what's happening because they don't think they'll be believed. Um, and, and And we as the church cannot be a part of this. We can't be a part of people who wouldn't believe evil is happening when it truly is. And we need the ability of discernment and the word of God to work in us so that we are truly prepared to see evil when it is happening and rightly call it out and deal with it. The church needs to become the head and not the tail on discernment, on discerning evil in this world and being prepared to rebuke it, to judge it and call it for what it is. Um, and so we, I want to talk today about the discernment that we are really called to. I want to start in James 2, starting in verse 14. It says, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. I think that this is what we really need to understand when it comes to discernment. When we do not do anything, when we do not act, then it doesn't matter what we think or what indecision we're we're so afraid of or trusting in. When we don't act when it comes to cases of judgment, where judgment is certainly needed. Um, we don't do anything. And what what good is that? that? That's the faith that doesn't have works. That's the faith that doesn't, that doesn't uphold goodness. And I, that is what we are in such desperate need of seeing. When we do not act, we do not uphold goodness. When we do not act in discernment, we do not uphold goodness. I want to go to Hebrews 5.14. It says, but solid food is for the mature, for those who have had their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. This is the duty of the believer, um, especially of leaders, um, but all Christians. We are called to be trained, to be constantly practicing so that we can distinguish good from evil. And now the problem here is that we must be trained. So many people want to go out and they want to, you know, declare their own opinions and they want to, they think that they've discerned the true nature of what's important merely because they can recognize certain facts 
facts is not discernment. And they go off and they, and they do whatever they want off of these facts rather than being trained um, to walk within the will of God to do his will. Um, we are called to be trained by constant practice so that we can discern these things. And I think this is where the failure fully begins. We're not giving ourselves to this constant practice. The, the Christian today is, is idle, is lazy. And because of that, we are not entering into the battle, um, the spiritual battle that is around us. And therefore, when it really comes down to it, we're not able to do anything. We're not able to discern um, because we haven't given ourselves to constant practice. Um, you know, I think a lot of people today are are kind of crying about, you know, the, the church's failure. And they're saying, oh, this is so sad. Oh, this is so horrible. When, when this is laid at our feet, this is laid at our feet because we don't give ourselves to constant practice for discernment so that when these situations arise, we are able to see what is good and see what is evil. When the Christian is idle, when they are not giving themselves to the spiritual battle of what is around them, then they are not going to be able to discern good from evil. And we can't expect to be able to discern good from evil if we're not willing to give ourselves to constantly training ourselves in discernment. In Luke 20, verse 23, it says, but he perceived their craftiness. This is Jesus. He perceived their craftiness. This is when they were trying to trick Jesus into speaking against Caesar. This was the wisdom that Christ had. He had this um, by, you know, the word of God and by the spirit of God. He, he had been trained in these things. He knew um, how to discern evil around him. And I think that this is incredibly untrue of the church today, you know, where we live in kind of a naive innocence and we're, we're not trained, we're not, we're not prepared for the battle around us. Um, and that's because we choose the idleness. We think that we're not called to this, this work, this, this battle constantly. Um, and we, we are not prepared for it when it comes. And just like, you know, a soldier who in times of peace is co still constantly training and preparing for the war. That's the case for so many of us. We're not training. We're not, you know, giving ourselves to a daily diligent uh, practice uh, after spiritual discernment. And so when the war comes, we're just totally unprepared. And I think this is what these cases um, arising out of the church of abuse um from spiritual leaders, that type of stuff um, is really pointing to for us, is really being laid at our feet for us, is where we are really not equipped to help people. We are really not prepared to fight off some of the greatest forms of evil. I think we really got to look at that. We really got to look and see where we're not actually equipped for for helping people against some of the greatest forms of evil and how we don't see it and recognize it. And we're not trained to discern it. Um, and not only just that, but we constantly push against people, um, even just in our words or even in just our assumptions to not discern, to, to continue to live in this, you know, this broad strokes 
life, living, uh, painting everything in broad strokes and, you know, never really calling anything for what it is because you don't know that. And it's more gracious to never call anything out. And it's uh, to be kind. Don't forget to be loving. Um, and we, we keep people in this constant place of indecision, morally obligating them to stay there um, rather than expecting them to not live in their own uh, self-appointed judgment, but certainly to live within the judgment of God, to live within the discernment of the Holy Spirit and to calling them to that and expecting that of them. Um, and we are being shown that we're not equipped to, to really deal with great evil. And I think that's, that's really one of the great failures of the church. I think a great passage on this is John 2, 24 through 25. It says, but Jesus on his part did not entrust himself to them because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man for he himself knew what is what was in man. What this uh, shows us is, is just how greatly evil man is. Um, but today we as a church as a whole, we don't really believe that. Then we're deceived on this account and we continue to abide in this strange morality that expects us to see man as good rather than evil. And because of that, we're not ready for seeing evil when it's truly around us. And we're not, we're not prepared to call it out. We're not prepared to defend against it and to, to know how to walk within reality half the time. We continue to obligate people to live in this naive innocence that does not have wisdom, that does not have discernment. Um, let us realize that the church right now is being shown again and again where her good um, is is just like James 2.16. It's, it's, it is a good that doesn't have any real power. It's this good that so often just pats people on the head, um, but it doesn't have the real physical fruit of love and goodness and power to help people um, against evil that's discerning um, the evil around us and discerning in every situation. The path forward for us in discernment um, is that we need to test what is given to us when we are we are called by God to test the spirits. We are called um, to practice discerning, um, to train ourselves. Um, and so when it, something is brought to our attention, it's not good to just run off in, in, in our minds um, and act. We need to, to practice discernment by being careful to obey what Jesus says in John 7, 24. Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Um, we have to be very careful um, that in our discernment, we are testing things, that we are not just going with our personal um, bias. And we're very prone to this. We're very prone, you know, take, for example, somebody comes up to you and says, my husband's beating me. You know, we're, we're prone to be like, oh, that's terrible. And, and run around and, and not stop for a second and ask, is this truly what's going on? And, and to discern the situation or at the same time, you know, um, to discern when the, the wife is telling the truth, but the husband is playing it off. Like he's the greatest man that's ever lived. And we're, and, 
the natural inclination in a person is to believe that the wife is lying. You know, we have to really be trained to test things and discern for what is true. Nothing in what I'm saying here is just run around and shoot blindly um, in the air. That's dangerous. We have to be careful, um, especially careful with judgment because it is like a loaded gun. Um, but we need to be using that tool. We need to be using it. Um, and if we're not, then it's very harmful to the church. And when we have tested, um, what it really comes down to here is that we need to make choices. We need to act. We need to do something with our um, discernment. Once we've, you know, really weighed through things, we, we don't just stay in weighing through things and going back and forth. Once you have looked at the issue, make a decision and act and do something with it. That is where it really um, is rubber hitting the road and where it really matters. So I know that this podcast has definitely gone over time. Um, like I said, it's a very long and detailed uh, topic, um, but we're going to go on in tomorrow's podcast to talk more about why Jesus speaks about judge not um, and the danger of living from the flesh's judgment, um, which is very real, very harmful, and is the opposite of godly discernment. So I hope to see you all there. Take care. For more content like this, visit watchpost.org.